And we're live. Welcome to... Oh, shucks. I got the... Welcome to PKN something. I had to fix the background. No what one will see this. Fuck. Uh, it, it, well, okay, they'll all see it, but we'll have it fixed in a minute. Bam! PKN. PK nearly 16. Fixed. Hard. Best start ever in the history of PKN. It's the casual show, right? We're hey, here. Um, so how does it feel? We, there's an hour left before Missouri melts. Is, was that tonight? That's tonight. That's one hour was... from right now. 58 minutes and ticking. Why are they doing it at 9 p.m.? Are they like, is it like a good riot time? Well, it's, that's 8 p.m. there. And the, yes, that is prime rioting I, It's hours. like they're waiting for mischief night. Mischief night is a New Jersey thing. You know when you should have done that shit? Monday morning, 8 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like at work, like things are up, and like that's that's when they should have released the the announcing. I, yeah. Instead, they're, I'm surprised they didn't wait till like Saturday night. Like, I, like let's. I want to revisit this topic, but I also want to uh -huh. kick it off with the joke that I always forget. Oh yes, of course. Let's All right. What did the cracker say to the slice of cheddar? What did the cracker say to the slice of cheddar? I don't know. All right, cracker and cheddar. You're looking mighty sharp today. To which the cheddar replied, Fuck you, white boy. Get it? Because oh. <laughs> oh. he's a cracker? <laughs> yeah. That sounds that racist cheese. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the cracker said you look sharp, cheddar, because it's sharp Good cheddar. Now that, now, that was a bad joke. Yeah, that last. That last one was, I, I don't even remember exactly what it was. Oh, it was the, it was the pharmacy joke. The pharmacist joke uh, mm. from last week. That one was funny. I like that one. But uh, this, this, was a, this was a poor joke. So, <laughs> so, so good job. Good job. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that, finally, we hit our mark. Oh, you know what I did do today? Um, uh, we were talking about what I, what I did today, and we kind of got distracted. I, mm. uh, I got my buggy out and, and, uh, and oh. got it running again. The, uh, it had a dead battery, and I think the gas in it was dead. Um, so I, I think maybe, and um, so I took the spark plugs out. Got, got any spark plugs on there? Drained the uh, all the old fuel out. Put new fuel in it. New battery. Uh, new headlights. And uh, we're good to go now. Now I just got to get a, a mount on the top for my machine gun, and I'll have it. Obviously, machine gun mount. I thought well, I've got the machine one. gun. Huh? I remember you shooting a mini gun off of it. Am I crazy? I know I saw it in a video. I shot a um, oh no that was a 50 caliber machine gun well that was a, that came with the machine gun that was the machine gun that was with the machine gun mm -hmm. um, I don't have a mount to, to mount my own gun but I've got a gun to mount it on I'll grab it it's right here <laughs> it's the Woody show Woody's all alone doing his show go to PK or Patreon slash PKA and check out the show. You'll see the video that goes with Kyle's machine gun. And he's almost back. There he is. Uh, oh, wow. That is so like mount, a saw. Yeah. So I'm going to mount this um, on the uh, on the back. Kyle has the and you'll coolest be able to... guns. This is a really good one. That um, is, a, I, 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 it's inconsiderate. How much is that worth? What, what would it cost for a regular person to get that? It's assuming they could buy a fully if, auto gun. Yeah, if you if you had your license, I think about fourteen thousand. Really, yeah. I I actually thought it was going to be double that, but that is. Uh, and then it it shoots fifty cal. What does it shoot? Uh, it'll shoot uh five five six uh okay. seven six two, and um five four five. So it. 
I just I just swap the barrels out and uh, keep going. It's belt fed, um, so infinite ammo. You just you know attach the belt and keep attaching the belt, and it just keeps feeding ammo through. This one fires from a closed bolt, which most saws are open bolt, mm -hmm. and uh, makes it more accurate. Uh, although it seems like more rounds would have a tendency to cook off because they're being held in the you know. Right. With the bolt closed. Cook off means it's so hot the primer explodes without being hit. Right? It it shoots when it's not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got this today. I got my uh my Silencer Co Salvo. This is a 12 gauge silencer. How, uh, um, I'm looking at your arsenal. You really should be a Ferguson policeman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. They're yeah, they're about to have a real meltdown over there. I'm I'm looking forward but to seeing what happens. The verdict's is, coming. And, and you're suspecting that the cop gets off. Well, I, I hope he doesn't because it does seem like he should be culpable in, in some way. The guy didn't have, the guy wasn't armed. I, I don't know. The stories don't add up. I don't, I don't know. I'm the so facts. uninformed on this. Yeah. And I feel like it's, uh, if we go back and revisit the Zimmerman thing, that guy seemed mm. really innocent. Like I was actually just reading yeah. his Wikipedia page recently. That Zimmerman guy, like, he was a real community watch person. He led that group. He had called like dozens of community, like dozens and dozens. It was like 70 times he had called community watch trying to catch people. There was recently a break in. This guy was wandering, not in a rush, one in the rain, climbing fences and whatever. And the, the media did a real job on Zimmerman. Like, it, mm -hmm. it, if people are listening to this saying, like, oh, my God, what are you such an asshole? Go to the Wikipedia page, now that all the dust is settled, and read it. And, you know, and it's all sourced. And give that case a second thought. And because as I was going through it, I was like, man, this really didn't come through properly. And, and you know, the pictures of, uh, of you know, Zimmerman was outweighed. Like, he was the other guy. I, want, I forget he was outweighed. Was Trayvon. Trayvon Martin was like four or six inches taller than Zimmerman. He was athletic. He was a varsity football player and he was beating the crap out of him. I had questions about there was whether there was really a fight. Like was Zimmerman bleeding? We're looking at like one shot taken from a security camera. Like, I don't know. I can't tell if the back. I saw a, an accurate picture of his face and the back of his head. Trayvon Martin was beating the fuck out of Zimmerman. Like he yeah. legitimately threatened for it was, you know, he legitimately feared for his life. I, I, yeah. You see the damage on the back of his head and stuff. The story adds up perfectly on that. Thing. And and people say, oh, that the Zimmerman was stalking this guy, and that Zimmerman was was like cr a creepy cracker. That's what that's what Trayvon called him in his text message or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, like this guy's this guy is the community. This is the neighborhood watch captain. Yeah. This is the guy that that's out there watching your neighborhood streets. Right. If, if I lived in one of these gated communities, I'd like to have a guy like George Zimmerman around. He's making sure that someone who's that, that there aren't strangers hopping gates in a place where we just have had a robbery recently. There were several robberies recently. And and um, he had kept calling the police and they kept getting away because the police weren't getting there in time. So For all we if, know, it was Trayvon Martin that was robbing him. It, that would have uh, been great, wouldn't it? If they'd like found a bunch of the stolen shit back at Trayvon's house. <laughs> that that would justify Zimmerman a little bit, I guess. I guess it's not a murder. Or you, you don't kill for that. But um, yeah. what was I going to say? The... Neighborhood watch. Oh, oh, oh. He had called the police several times saying, you know, that we've got people acting suspicious, etc. Never did he mention race unless he was asked. 
It's not like he called up and said, we got these black people here, yeah. it's time to go. Didn't even CBS edited that shit. Remember that? Was it CBS? I have NBC in my head, and I'm totally not sure. But One of them. I thought it was CBS, but they edited it to make it appear that Zimmerman were, was, was making much more light of Trayvon's race than he actually was. In reality, he was like, there's a guy here, he's suspicious. And the, the, the operator's like, well, what, what race is he? What does he look like? He's like, he's a black guy, blah, blah, blah. Well, CBS edited edits it to make it sound like, there's a suspicious black guy here. Yeah, he's real dark skin. I think <laughs> I was just trying to get my cross ignited, and here he came walking by. <laughs> they really edited it, basically doctored this fucking nine one one call. They really did. Like, it was it was really dirty stuff. Like and, and if the, I were the if media, I were Zimmerman, I'd want to sue them. I remember um, we first learned about it. We were recording when we learned about it for the first time, and you were anti Zimmerman because you saw that like, it, is it a cherub face? Is it like there's a certain term for like a really adorable. Yeah. Uh, kid, and I don't know if it refers to just black kids or whatever. I'm not really, did, I'm not really hip, but, but there's well, cherub's an angel, right? It's like a little guy with wings. And a, yeah, I feel like cherub face is a is a term used to describe really adorable black kids. I could be off on that. I'm not sure, but um, but when I ever, when I hear that term, I think of um, think of a, a young, adorable black guy with like, like Gary still Coleman. like puffy yeah features on his face it, it's a really Gary cute Coleman. look yeah get, even cuter but yeah and and that's what he looked like he was this really good looking young black kid even cuter than Gary Coleman yeah to me yeah that take it look look possible look. Kyle which one of us knows more about pedophilia I, I think Gary Coleman's a grown-up though yeah now he is I mean now he's not even hot anymore so <laughs> on uh, uh on back to this you saw him and you're like oh in a hollister jersey or a sweatshirt hoodie you know this guy's wearing a hollister hoodie yeah he's gotta be cool and uh but then when you saw the almost adult version of him with the gr the gold teeth and the grill and everything it's like i i really feel like they selectively did this thing to advance a narrative which was like evil person shoots this guy gun laws are crazy etc and and um you know it anyway the media did a real job on this. Now that the facts are out, I feel like the Zimmerman story is case closed. They made the right call. Going over to the Ferguson thing, I, I'm waiting. Are we ever going to know the details? I don't know. Is this one of those situations like the Zimmerman thing where you only, the only people who really, really, really know are the victim and that cop? I think I'll just go with whatever the jury says because the jury got as much pertinent information as, as legal uh, they probably mm -hmm. they know as much as anybody, and if they say that the guy's innocent, then I'm gonna go with that. And if they say he's guilty, then I'm gonna go with that. And like this I, isn't the O.J. Simpson trial. This is this seems like they would know. I I guess yeah. I, and uh, I hope it works out right. I hope hope justice is served, whatever that is. The um like it, the guy had just stolen like cigars in a strong arm robbery. The guy who died was a real douchebag, right? I, I think that's fair to say. And uh, I know he's dead. You're not supposed to speak ill of the dead, etc. I certainly learned that. Uh, but certain older comedian <laughs> died once. I had mean things to say. But this guy was a douchebag. And, and he, you know, he strong-armed robbery. That guy threw him into the, the chip rack and grabbed the cigars so he could take him, take the center out and smoke his pot and do his thing. And, and then he's walking down the middle of the street with the, the Cherry Garcias or whatever they were, those, those cigars in his hand. And the cop stops him. Or, or ask him to pull the center of the street 
And apparently he told the cop to fuck off or fuck you or something because he wanted to continue walking in the street. Um, and then, and then no one really knows what happened. I, I think I read somewhere that, uh, that, you know, the, the cop kind of had to show him who was boss and, and then the, the, the victim wanted to show the cop who was boss. A struggle ensued. The cop was laying backwards in the rear seat as the victim tried to like muscle him in and he shot him. I, I heard, know. I heard there were know? some construction workers who saw what had happened. Um, and that they said that the guy's hands were up and he was standing there when he, when the shots started. But I don't know how much there is to that. I, I think we'll, we'll legitimately get a get an answer out of this verdict. And like I said, it's coming in 45 minutes now. I'm interested. 45 um, minutes. Yeah. It, it come, and if he's not guilty, what do you think is going to happen? This is the, this is the police what. officer who shot the black man. I think there will not be nearly the riots that we fear there are. I think mm. I think that the population kind of got it out of their system the first time, and I think it's going to be all hands on deck. You know, like it, every cop is pulling overtime tonight. Everyone is making sure that the streets stay calm, and that you'll never be able to get the momentum that they did the first time because they're going to be sort of prepared for it. You know, that's true. But I think that this... having said that. that they're that's prepared sort of happened for with the it. LA riots, though. Every time some basketball team wins the championship, that city's prepared for it too, and there's still riots. Yeah, you know, they like still it, tear fucking flip yeah. cars and stuff. Heaven forbid Detroit wins another NBA championship. <laughs> that place is fucking burning to the ground, right? <laughs> so you know, the, it, you want to get Mad Max because that's how you get Mad Max. <laughs> That does it. That's how it happens. That's how it started in the beginning of the plot. <laughs> you know, some yeah. some guy there's dunking a ball. I um and there was a, you know, you were you were talking about the guy um you know the the situation where it seems like the the the, the guy was on top of the cop in his car. And I guess that's what the cop is saying. And he was trying to get his gun. Yeah. I, Although the, someone drawed a scenario where the victim was so the victim was much bigger and stronger. That much is un. Uh, uh, not debated. And, uh, and and someone said the victim was like trying to force the cop into the back seat of the police car. And that's when he decided to shoot. I, I don't know what the status well, on it is. But I, I, I will arrest you. See how you like it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, like, is that what was happening? Dude, at this point, I'm inventing, like filling in the blanks on my own. Was, was his plan to get him in the back of the car and shut the doors where he can't open it? hilarious hilarious exactly <laughs> that would be so great i'd love to see the cop like i'd love I like he locks it back and then he stands there maybe he stands there and maybe the tick, ticket book fell on the ground and he's just like oh sir i'm gonna have to ask you to calm down that's another ticket disturbing the peace <laughs> <laughs> sound violations yeah profanity i don't know you imagine the cop who gets thrown in the back of his own cruiser Oh. By, a, by, a, by a person. Like, like, like t that would be... Oh, you for decades, people will make shit of Oh, you gotta quit. You. You, you gotta quit. I guess, yeah. Join the That's fire it. department. Coco, switch over. Because you're gonna get so much crap on the blue line forever. Oh my god, that would be the worst. But, but so... Yeah, oh, go on. I think that I was gonna say is that, that sometimes it seems unbelievable that a cop would do this ridiculous thing that they say that the cops did. But I saw a story the other night, and this black guy said, here's what happened. Um, uh, the black guy gets pulled over. 
He doesn't want to... Um, they immediately come to his car with guns drawn. Like, one cop has a pistol, the other one's got a shotgun, and the black guy's scared. He just puts his hands up, and he won't get out of the car. And they're yelling for him to get out of the car, and he, he's, he, he's like, no, I'm not getting out. Like, <laughs> like, you've got guns pointed at me. I'm not moving. And so his window's down, and the cop's reaching in to, like, get his seatbelt off of him and elbowing him, like, in the face like this as he does it. And the cop is yelling, get, I, he's yelling this, Stop trying to take my gun! Yeah! Stop trying to take my gun! And the guy's like, I don't want your gun! <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck? And then, so they drag him out of the car, and they've got him, they've got him handcuffed behind his back. And the other cop comes along, punches him in the back of the fucking head. Then they throw him into the back of the police cruiser. Then a new cop arrives. He's coming the wrong way down the fucking interstate like, like he's lethal weapon. Mm-hmm. And he crashes purposefully into the suspect's car going about 15 miles an hour head on intentionally. They then say that the suspect crashed into their car while trying to escape. Now when this guy just told this story to his own fucking lawyer who was also black, the lawyer's like, when he first told me the story... I didn't believe it. <laughs> but then we saw the video, and you see the whole fucking thing on video from the point of view of two different cameras. From the, You see the cop driving up and intentionally hitting this car. You see the cop walk up and punch this guy in the back of the head, who never even resisted. He was literally just like, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. And that pissed them off so much they had to beat him up. And it seemed like they were trying to murder the guy because they kept yelling, stop trying to take my gun. And, you know, if you try to take a cop's gun, that's a good way to get shot. Yeah, don't do and, that. You know, yeah, don't do that. God, I so, saw that video, although I, having heard you tell the story, I feel like I didn't pay attention clearly. Oh, enough. my God. It was, but when you hear that, you're like, wow. So they really will go to great lengths to manipulate evidence, to, to, to tell lies, to coordinate stories, because three or four cops had to get together on mm-hmm. this lie. You know, they'll lie, they'll tell the biggest fucking ridiculous lie for no reason about a stranger. You know, this isn't a situation like you see in the movies when, like, I don't know, um, you, you know, one something goes wrong and, like, a, a dirty drug dealer gets shot and you're like, shit, man, he didn't really have a gun. It's not that. This is just Larry, the, the African-American commuter. <laughs> like, like, that's all this is. Like, there's no reason to beat this guy up and be screaming, stop trying to take my gun. Like, you're trying to frame this guy up for a... I've you got know, two see, more examples. One, the recent one where that guy in South Carolina, they're like, yes. like he was at the gas station and I think they asked for his ID. So he goes back into his truck and they're shooting it. He shot him. Yeah, let's, let's act that one out, Woody. Let, let, <laughs> <clears throat> let me see. So, so first of all, Woody just pulled into a gas station. He's waiting for someone to leave the pump so he can attend the pump and get his own fuel. The cop pulls up behind him, turns the blue lights on, and the guy's standing there with his door open. So, sir, can I see, see your driver's license, registration? Oh, sure. It's here in my truck. Bang, 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 bang! <laughs> what, what, what he forgot to do was go, Why did you shoot me? <laughs> Why? Why did you shoot me? That's literally what the poor guy said. Why did you shoot me? And the cop's like, you moved too fast. And he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, that was the best part of the, the whole thing. I feel like there isn't a... Because you don't know the people involved, right? And you're kind of making yeah. some quick first impression judgments on like, what kind of person is this cop? What kind of person is this victim? 
And uh, he's like, why did you shoot me? And you're like, oh, maybe this wasn't warranted. And it's like, because you move fast. Okay, definitely not warranted. I'm sorry. He's oh like, my I'm God. African-American. I'm just more athletic. <laughs> like, like, yeah, what like, was that about? Yeah, it, it, like, oh, the, the, like, victim says the right thing, cop says the wrong thing. Victim says the writer thing, and you're like, oh, my God. You know, like, it, it's, ah. Well, you but, just stay there. <laughs> you, don't you be rolling around too fast, neither. <laughs> and then but, there's another one. I just saw one today. I'd seen it before. It happened last year. Um, the woman was driving. And she slowed down for a red light. Maybe abruptly? I don't know, but it was at a red... Oh, oh, oh! A cat jumped out of her window. So she slowed... Like, she stopped because her cat, like, left the car. And a cop rear-ended her. All of a sudden, there's, like, three or four policemen colluding on how she's drunk and how she did these weird things and how the whole thing was her fault. And uh, they were placing her in a different spot in the road. They rearranged the accident in some way that it could possibly work. And they made the whole thing her fault. They didn't even yeah. have the cop following her in the accident report. But the, uh, the, the dash cam caught their conversation as they're, like, making up this lie about how the thing actually went down. The guy's like, I got an idea. Tell you what, as I write this statement up, and he's laughing. Like, he can hardly contain his, his, his humor over this. He's like, I'm going to put words in the guy's mouth. It's going to be great. Now I'm going to fill out this report as if this or that happened, and, and he'll be fine. And yeah, uh, so I saw, I forget where it was. It might have been, it was either Ferguson or, um, who's that? police chief who got a lot of positive attention lately he oh, uh he fired he, a guy he fired the guy who shot the homeless man yeah um the, i think it was there all these policemen were wearing t-shirts that said thin blue line it's basically a navy blue shirt with a thin blue line on it and it's like what you're not supposed to even fucking admit that that exists you know, like the fact that you guys all kind of back each other and no one crosses the thin blue line and, and I'm a cop and I will lie to keep this other cop out of trouble and I'm a cop and I will, you know, overlook your murderous ways or your traffic accident. We will do whatever it takes. If you're drinking and driving, it's all right. We're both cops. It's all good. Like that yeah. thin blue line bullshit. Like you got the t-shirt? You bought yeah, the t-shirt? Really and you're wearing it to a press conference? Like it's, they're they're way too. I'm starting to think maybe they shouldn't all have guns. Like they should like, all have I'm not cameras. Sure, I'm, I don't know. They all need fucking guns, or or at least they. <laughs> and we're pretty pro gun. And I'm real pro gun. Yeah, I've got a goddamn belt fed machine gun in my living room floor. <laughs> like that room I just went to, it's full of shit like that. Like, <laughs> I went to Kyle's house. There's there's like a. So there's a couch that you sit on, then a coffee stand, and then a 50 cal sniper rifle, and then a TV. That's his decoration plan. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how it's, he goes. But the like, you know, it they just fucking abuse their power constantly. Like like a, a, not all the time. Like I'm I'm not one of those sure. people who's going to say that every police shooting is a bad one. Like there's a lot of good police shootings. I see them Most on the internet them, maybe. constantly. Mm -hmm. I there was one just yesterday, I want to say. There was a a 12-year-old boy uh, with a airsoft pistol stuck in his pants. He'd removed the orange flasher thing from the end of the barrel that indicates it's not a real gun. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the cop was called uh, by a concerned person. He got, he got, there's a 911 call, basically. There's a kid on the playground with a gun. 
don't know if it's real or not. That's the report this guy gets. He goes there, and the kid's got it stuck in his pants. He tells the kid to put his hands up, and the kid grabs the gun real quick and points it at him. So he shot the kid twice and killed him. Suicide like, by cop, man. I mean, like, that, that's what. Yeah, that's exactly what it what sounds like. What was the like. cop supposed to do? Inspect what came out of the barrel? Like now, I, now I promise you, I wouldn't have shot the kid. I, I, I know I, I can't, but I can't expect the cop to be. How do you? Why butt. not? I wouldn't have. I could have recognized it. I just could have. I could have told. I could. I could tell. Uh, that I mean, if the cop really, the, the, I think yeah, you totally, can't. I totally can. I, I can tell I, by the way it would move in the kid's hand. I can tell picking up a gun whether it's loaded or not. Like how many bullets are in it. I have it's, an MP7 airsoft gun. You held it. How realistic is that thing? Now that thing is a different story. Uh -huh. If he had one like that, like a legit one, I imagine like I'm the kind that I figure a 12 year old has in an, at a right. Playground. You're picturing like, like a 999. It's like it's yeah. it has the the heft of a water pistol. Right. Exactly. I just imagine the like it looking floppy in the kid's hand, and maybe like, mm -hmm. well, that doesn't even look. That looks like a water pistol. You know, when you hold something, when you hold a real gun, it's you know you can't reverse course quite that quick. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's heavy, heavy it's fast. Yeah. There's inertia. Um, I feel like I could identify an airsoft gun most of the time, but yours, no. Yours looks. Yours is excellent. It's yeah. it's as it's, it's. I've shot a real MP7, and I've held yours. And like, if I were like blindfolded and hold them, could, probably couldn't tell. If I was, you just can't tell. Yeah. So, you don't know. It, it's hard to say what would have happened. I like. I'd like to think that if the twelve-year-old had the gun, like, I don't know. I'd do a barrel roll or something before <laughs> I shoot the twelve-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, I'd wait for him to shoot first. I, I'd wait for the twelve-year-old to shoot first. I, I hear that you might, um, but I don't expect a cop to do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect him to. I don't think it's necessary for him to. But if I, the kind of guy that I would want to be my cop, and the kind of like service that I would provide to your community if I were your cop, would involve never shooting at a child unless he shot at me first. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like I, I can give you that one. Like, because <laughs> I just, I just think it's rare that twelve-year-olds have real guns and they shoot them at cops. That seems like something that might happen in Somalia, but not <laughs> in like some playground somewhere. I just, just feel like he should have really been thinking like, well, all right, little kid, all right, playground. Other kids hanging around. All right, probably not a real fucking gun. Mm. I, I just even the caller was like, I don't know if it's real or not. It's hard did to tell. The, did the twelve-year-old die? Oh yeah, he shot him twice. Well, I, 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 I read a stat, something like I forget if it was seventy-five or eighty percent of handgun victims survive. Hmm. And I thought about Cops it. And it was like, yeah, because most handgun shots are like self-inflicted to the thigh or you know your own hand, <laughs> stuff like that. I, I've I've told you the story before about the um, I'll tell it because I know not everyone has. So um, this guy that I played poker with, he was actually the bartender at the place that I played poker. Very unattractive guy. He's rough looking. He's about 65 years old, about 95 pounds or something. Real wrinkly, mm -hmm. little round glasses, mohawk. Um, <laughs> I wears, like him. He wears spurs, leather jacket, whole thing. Kind of a biker dude, uh, but he's very ugly. And uh, so he was at this little cheap motel in town with this woman. They had slept together, and she goes and sits by the little dining room table in the hotel room, and she goes to smoke a cigarette. Uh, and and he had a lighter that looked like a pistol. So she's, if you can imagine, you know, she's got the cigarette in her mouth, and she cups her hands as you know you do when you light light a cigarette to you know keep the wind. And when she does it, she, you know, shoots the 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 lighter pistol to light the cigarette. 
What she didn't know was he also had a pistol. And she shot herself through the fucking hand with oh a pistol God. right there in the motel room. And it was a 25, you know. It wasn't a big deal. It, she was fine. It was clean in and out. Uh, but but they never let him live it down. They posted the, the the newspaper clipping on the wall of the VFW, and they all they they said that it wasn't an accident that she fucked him, then woke up, realized what she'd done, and tried to kill herself <laughs> with a shot to the hand. <laughs> like, like, oh come on, Ralph, that wasn't no accident. Sobered, sobered up, took one good look at you, and tried to off herself. <laughs> That's great. Uh, oh, do you want to talk about this um, Shanisha Taylor? Oh, yeah. It seems uh, like we're doing a lot of racially charged topics. It wasn't meant that way. It's just the way things are shaping up in this news week. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, but we talked about the Ferguson thing. The drunk driver thing, they were all white. The What was the other one we talked about? I guess the kid. Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin. But that's oh, that one's racially charged. Jeez, ooh, that's supercharged. Um. I almost want a different topic now. I don't want to cover so much racism. Well, we might. We'll just say the facts. Um, all right, so. all right. So this guy. Or no, it's, it starts with Shanisha Taylor. If you hadn't heard about her, she locked her two kids in a hot car for forty-five minutes while she interviewed for a job. So she was trying to get a job. She went to an interview. She, I think it wasn't that she couldn't find a tailor uh, sitter. She said that she couldn't afford a sitter, so she locked the the kids in her car. Uh, I don't know how old the kids were. Uh, let me see if I can scan through and find the kids' age. It's not in this article, so I don't know how the kid, how old the kids are. But if they can't babysit each other, like you know, if the older one can't babysit the other, they're probably both under eight. You know, I, I don't yeah. know how old they were, because <clears throat> once a kid's like ten, in a pinch, you know, that one might watch the other or something. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, so. Um, uh, so she goes and uh, she gets arrested for, I guess, some sort of child abuse or child endangerment. And uh, um, then, like, the entire world starts coming to her aid. You know, there, there were, like, um, black community leaders who publicized her case and said, look, this woman was here interviewing for a job. And, you know, what she now she's being punished for locking her two kids in the car. Like, we need to look at... Like, you need a special brand of justice for this. And they weren't wrong with, with what was presented uh, so far. Yeah. Um, you know, like, you don't... It, like, I, I feel like different kinds of, you know, quote-unquote bad guys deserve different kinds of judgment, you know? The kind of maybe... Uh, like, if, if I learn that you rough someone up to establish that you're boss... And that guy is like a 27-year-old gangster-looking person with tats on his fingers like he's done some jail time. Then I might look at you one way. If I hear that you did the same thing and it's a 12-year-old who's skateboarding in the wrong place, I'll look at you a different way. You know, is a cop. This person deserved more of that 12-year-old skateboarder thing. You know, she's teary She's crying. She didn't want to do this, etc. So the whole world comes to her aid and they raise $114,000 for her. Nice. That's a lot of money. That's enough. She's got the two it's, kids, so I guess she could put that away. I guess they would get both of their college educations, realistically, I, you know, especially if she managed it well. You could pretty much buy that flat out for cash, assuming they're each 10 years away from college. <clears throat> Easy. Easy peasy, mm -hmm. right? Not a problem. She, she's, I mean, she could put, shucks, I think she could put 40 each away and let that double and pay for college and do whatever over the course of 10 years. So, um... Uh, so that's a thing. 
Uh, but that's not what she did. <laughs> what she what did, did is she, she do, pray tell? She blew the money on designer clothes, expensive purses. Uh, the baby daddy came back into her life. And no. she paid $6,000 for studio fees so that he well, could you, work you on, spend his, money to make money. on his rap career. <laughs> um, she She's just been blowing it everywhere and it's become a big story so the the judge told her that she had to put something like i, I forget what I, I, well it says 40 grand i'm not sure if that was the original number it might have originally been like you know like 30 grand a piece or something into a trust fund for the kids and then she said she couldn't do it so he lowered it into 40 for a trust fund for the kids and she just kept spending and didn't give anything to the kids she just blew money like this was permanent income. Like if you get an inheritance, you need to look at that differently than if you get a job that pays, you know, this much, right? Like this is a one-time thing. Don't blow it. Don't take your inheritance and, and buy depreciating assets like cars and clothing and shit like that. But I don't think she had this whole like depreciating asset. Let me give a 30-second lesson in money management here. <laughs> <laughs> when you invest into you, it, it, like think of yourself as an RPG character in a video game, right? Don't blow money on low-end armor and potions and shit that's not going to permanently improve your character. Invest in shit that's you know that's durable. That that six levels away from now, you'll still be glad you've bought that. Invest in your lock picking skills and your swordsmanship and your smithing skills and things like that. Not in random shit that depreciates. Well. This woman invested in random shit that depreciates, lived high on the hog. It's all gone. She spent all the money on bullshit. And um, now I, I feel like I feel like it's insensitive to say the black community. But can we just admit the existence of a black community? And, yeah, and I think that's okay. Yeah. Oh, that's racist. There is a black community. Oh, okay. So I'm seeing people on YouTube and, and community leaders, people with voices, tearing her up. They are mad. They're they're upset. They're like, you ruined it. You ruined it. The whole world was looking at us, and you put a stain on all black people. You know, you you are exactly the negative stereotype that people were. This welfare mom thing. Now you're a welfare mom again. Well, you got a hundred and fourteen thousand dollars, and you couldn't manage to make this thing last more than six months. You you couldn't turn this into some you know sustainable advantage. You know, $114,000, she could have had a nice rent paid for her. A nice rent paid for her for 114 months. It's like 10 years. You know, rent free. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do anything. She just blew it like like she was rich. Like this was a long-term yeah. income thing. And and, uh, and what was yeah, most... Totally there, there's a number of things she could have done. That could What you just said could have been it. She could have been like, you know, people would have asked, well, how much is your rent? I don't pay rent. <laughs> yeah. Let I have go. paid rent since 2014. She she could have moved her family to a new neighborhood that gave them a new lease on life, right? You put 114 grand down on a $180,000 house and suddenly you can afford, you know, you can live in a good place with good schools that will turn out different kids than a bad school would have. I'll tell you one thing, if you'd given that $114,000 to some sort of Chippewa squaw who had a couple of little kids that she had locked up in the teepee, she'd have gotten right off that reservation, started herself business. May have. Hard to say. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you have $114,000 you want to blow, 
It's uh, patreon.com slash PKA. <laughs> yeah. That's a rare leg up in the world. That, that you know, yeah. that's, that's a pretty once-in-a-lifetime thing for most people. She's going to be lucky. She's not going to get another uh, $100,000 injection nope. uh, in, in, her, in, in her lifetime. It's not going to happen unless she gets a lottery. I used to take nobody that be dumb stuff. enough. Like, you know, if this just happened to me one time, if I were to somehow get, like, this much cash, I'd have no mortgage. And then imagine the rest of my life. Like everything I earn goes towards current expenses and savings. That would be an amazing thing. You know, like she had that. She got this cash injection that could have, if she, and, and, and when I say invest it properly, right? I'm not expecting her to, you know, start to create some hedge fund and do something yeah. complicated. She doesn't need to diversify her por portfolio. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm we're not even asking about... her to put it in an S&P 500 index fund, which no. to me is a real simple investment plan, but she might not be coached in that direction, and I get that. I get that. You don't, I'm not asking you to put this into some sort of big market cap fund thing. But everyone knows when you're blowing it on studio time and designer clothes that you're fucking up. Yeah, clothes are worthless. Worthless. I, I uh. especially women's clothes. Like, I feel like men's clothes are, are are sturdier. Like, I feel like you know, I've got clothes that you know, years later will still be you know good. Like dress shirts, especially. Like, mm -hmm. like I just don't think they're gonna go out of style. Like certain dress shirts I've got. This one's wrinkly. I just grabbed it off the floor. But I've got some. I've got some nice dress shirts somewhere. Those aren't mm -hmm. going out of style. But I feel like she really. She didn't buy $100,000 worth of uh, dresses by, by any means. She really blew that fucking money. That's like nights at the club, like spending mm -hmm. money. That's that's lots of crazy shit to, to blow hundred grand in six months. It's That's a lot of money. <sighs> what, what's that, like 15 grand a month? No, like almost 20. Almost uh, 20 grand a month she spent. Yeah. It, oh, boy. That's right. That's right. Six months at 20 would be 120 grand. She spent 114. <sighs> Such a shame. I have a friend. This is a long time ago. It's like 20 years ago. I remember this conversation with him, though. He's like, rich people should win the lottery. And I was like, wait, what? That's terrible, right? They're the people who need it least. He's like, yeah, but poor people would blow it. They wouldn't spend it properly. And I just thought, that is an evil outlook on this world. You know, like, if I had my way, the people who were most needful of the million dollars would get the million dollars. I'm pretending it's a million dollar lottery. And he was like, nah, be a total waste. Every which person gets it, they'll create jobs, they'll invest it, they'll do this, they'll do that, they'll buy durable goods. It'll be better for the planet if you give more money to rich people. And uh, I still think he's crazy. I still think he's crazy, but I... I'm not sure he's 100% wrong anymore. <laughs> I don't know what percent wrong he is. A lot of people who win the lottery, you know, have a hard time with that. You know, that they really mm -hmm. go to town with the money. And then some of the people are, they don't let it change them at all. And they end up, like, doing that really frustrating thing. I Like, like if you're going to blow it all, like, I'll be like, ah, you shouldn't have done that. But if you just sit on it and don't do anything with it and still live in, like, squalor, I don't care for that either. Like mm -hmm. the Burt's Bees guy, you know, you familiar with Burt's Bees, like the the chapstick? Oh yeah, I am familiar with that. Yeah, the guy who um so it was like the guy and his wife, they invented the thing and then they got divorced. She sold her half of it to some corporation and then um for his half he got like 178 million dollars or something like that cuz he had to sell as well. Anyway, He's, he, he lives in squalor, in, like, this little shack with a wood-burning stove and, like, these, like, I don't know, seven-foot ceilings, it seems like. Like, he's in a real 
shithole, and I just can't wrap my head around that one because he's got a hundred, hundred and seventy million dollars or something like that. Yeah, I, I, step it up. At I least can't wrap my head around that either. Like, I, here's what here's the thing. I can imagine that somebody's version of a perfect homestead is uh, what was that simple pleasures cabin we went to? Yeah, right. It it's a tiny little thing. It wasn't big. Um, it was off in the woods. It was simple. It, it was a it was a cottage in the woods essentially, and uh, that thing might have had heat. But I can see how some people might prefer a wood stove. They like chopping wood. They like their heat for free. They like like if he was there. In a nice little, uh, comfortable but but simple life, I'd be like, all right. But it sounds like a good trailer home would be an upgrade for him. It it appeared that way. Yeah, it, they, they were showing this guy like go about his daily life, and it looked rough. It, like I know a guy who lives like that. He's he's been an alcoholic since 1982. Like he's <laughs> just. He could really step things up at least one more notch when you're a multimillionaire. I yeah, when that guy was 178 million. I would be like, you know what? I'm gonna upgrade you. I promise you, you'll like it. You'll like it. Let me just do this, and I'm not gonna put him in a mansion. No, no, no. Just gonna give him a brand new wood stove and a nice place and clean and and fluffy carpet or something, and just be like, isn't? How about this is your new place? You you deserve this, and. Uh, and I'll just take one minute. I like it moldy and damp. <laughs> Where's the spiders? <laughs> Where's the spiders? Yeah, I give it. I, I guess. I, you know what I'm half looking forward to? <laughs> so my new house. Um, when we went to look at it, we hadn't even owned it at this point. It had barn cats, and I. Uh, yeah. I the barn cats had kittens. So like I was I was in the stable. Like on, on the second floor of the stable, there's this thing. I guess it's for hay or something. And uh and I'm walking around. It's for hay. I'm, I'm acting it's like I don't loft. know. It's a hayloft. And and there's like a like doors that open where the hay goes in. It's clearly a hayloft. So um I'm walking around the hayloft and I hear this like like scratching. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like <laughs> you know, and I look around, like, where'd it come from? And for some reason I thought it was a possum, and the possums were very scary. It wasn't a possum, and if it was, they're not that scary, I think. Kyle, back me up. They're scary. Okay. They, well, they've got this mouthful of teeth, and they're just like, ah, and they hiss. And it's it's they're they're scary. I caught one once by hand though. We'll get to after I want to hear that. But uh so yeah. I thought it was a possum and I was rightfully scared. <laughs> and uh uh, and then like I see a, it's a carrier, I guess for a cat, like it's a tiny little carrier type thing. And, uh, I look inside with my, uh, smart, like iPhone flashlight and, and there's a, there's a bunch of kittens there just like four or five inches long. They, I think their eyes were open, but they couldn't walk yet or anything. Like they were just a few days old. And, um, I was talking to the sellers about that and they said, yeah, there's a barn cat. It comes with the house. And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, is it nice? Like, if I pet the cat, will it attack me? Is it like an angry feral cat? And they said, I don't know. If you try to pet the cat, you won't get that close to it. It's hmm. just a cat that lives here. Like, we've never fed it. We've never, like, encouraged it to come here. But we kind of like it. And uh, he's had kittens a couple of times. And according to them, they just disperse. They turn into... Like, I don't know what happens. There's a, hawk. <laughs> There's a hawk around here. That could be related. There's, uh, you know, or, or the kittens could go to someone else's house. Or there's woods. There's lots of land. But um, she says the cat that, that had those kids, 
or kittens, I guess. Um, it was like he had only this year decided to sort of like make that one, that place his home. So that barn is that cat's home. Cool. And um, the kittens are gone. I don't know. We, we got the house five days ago. I'm looking at my calendar yeah. here. We got the house five days ago, and I haven't seen any hint of any cats. But I'm kind of hoping I have a barn cat. I, I don't want a cat like in my house their urine is way stinkier than dog urine and cats quite don't bad. what's that it's quite bad and it's distinctive yeah and um and cats don't seem to love people like dogs do right i get that if you're out there and you're a cat person you might have a good relationship with your cat but let's not pretend it's a dog relationship where that cat is like totally wagging its tail and rubbing up against you and just so when excited. i come home so so we've got the two dogs. There's the the other dog that's like a some kind of little terrier mix mm -hmm. and named Muppet. When I come home, that dog is like, oh <laughs> shit, it's you! <laughs> and it like runs the other way and like looks back over its shoulder to see if I'm coming too. Like, and, and like it goes all the way to where the kitchen and it comes back and gets me again. Come on, what are you waiting for? Like, like the dog fucking loves me and I'm not even its main caregiver. Like I just pet the dog occasionally. Like dogs love you. Yeah, they, they're they're just like you're the best in the world. Like like, and I'm making this like moving thing because mm -hmm. the dog wags its tail so much that its whole body shakes. Like it's yeah. got pal it's like like it's got like a, a palsy victim or something. It's all always shaking and trembling with happiness. Uh, I I have three dogs. One of them does exactly that. He is that excited. The other two are like, oh okay, hmm. he's good. <laughs> we've Good. decided not to kill <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> they're like uh they're like mac in uh always sunny for philadelphia they're like give me an ocular pat down he's clear, <laughs> I, clear. Get an, I get an ocular I pat get down the all clear. what's that i did not get the all clear i did not pass the no. ocular pat down <laughs> no he it kept... was like let's kill him <laughs> <laughs> so but with the cat like this to me is my dream cat. You don't feed it, you don't love it, nothing. He just exists out there and you're cool with him and he's cool with you. And by the way, like so so when we went there there was this um the seller had a friend the seller's mom was living in the guest house and the seller's mom had a friend over. And this guy was from Scotland and he's like, you know, I'm Scotland. I'm used to fields and stuff like that. And, and I can identify where rodents are. And there are none here. That cat is taking care of business somehow, somewhere. You know, like if there were mice, there are no mice. I would know it. I would. So he, he, he tells me he has the skills to identify all sorts of little rodents and critters if they exist and they don't because of this cat. So I'm hoping that I have a barn cat somewhere out there just like taking like right now, killing something bird. Yeah mouse who knows that's that's what i'm hoping for yeah I'm, I'm hoping that you eventually have like a little petting zoo with rabbits and everything i went to the uh i went to the flea market uh nearby me uh over mm -hmm. the weekend and uh, i was looking for like targets and stuff to shoot and deep freezes and stuff like that what's a deep freeze uh it's a big freezer like a box freezer the kind okay. that you could like, hop in mm -hmm. um <laughs> anyway uh Oh, one of the things, that, uh, this isn't what I was going for, but one of the things I saw they had for sale, there was like this really sketchy um, like women's underwear booth at the flea market. And this little Asian woman was selling all these like corsets and uh, like boob cup enhancers and all these like bras. Is this bras used and, women's underwear? 
No, it's new stuff. It's oh, like okay. factory direct at the jo- at the flea market, like that sort of thing. Everything's like a dollar or something. It's it's <laughs> it's it's ninety percent um, Hispanic people there. Like we're we're some of the very few white people there. Um, it's just really fun to go and look around. Anyway, they had these uh, the mannequins. I noticed all had these enormous asses. I mean, just unnaturally, <laughs> like like. Like just huge, just giant asses, and I was I was laughing at that, and then I look, and there's this women's undergarment that like has these pads that go in your butt to like it's like underwear, it's like stuffed underwear. So this was a normal mannequin with special panties. Yeah, yeah, and so like like I look, and there they are. Here are the special panties that make your ass huge. So we totally got some of those, and, and they are. <laughs> They are they are obscene, and I start and as we're walking around, I'm looking at I'm kind of glancing at all the all these Mexican women who are there, and they all have these huge asses. Really? And in my head, I'm like, are they all wearing those underwear? <sighs> are every one of these fucking women wearing that particular brand of underwear right now? Because that seems so. They they literally had a kit there to make you go from like 14 year old boy to like va va voom like there was fake like <laughs> silicone like um, bra stuffers there was fake butt implants like the whole thing I got the um, the butt implant things um, with the underwear like I said and I put them on my girlfriend and it's insane <laughs> it's, just, it's just like I can't even look at that like it doesn't even look safe to look at it she needs so to big. be wearing those next time I see her <laughs> I'll, make, I, I'll, make, I'll make sure that happens right. they're, they're just absolutely ridiculous um, <laughs> Uh, and they, but, oh, go on. I was gonna say they also had a pet section where they've got like, uh, like the death row inmates from of of Puppy Land out there under the heat lamp, just like, take me with you, take me with you. <laughs> like all, I almost bought a dog. Like, like I was looking at a all the third puppies. Dog. Was, I think well, two those is are nice. kitties. Those are kitties' dogs. Um, hmm. I, if, if I was gonna get a dog, I'd want a lab. I'd, I think, I think I'd get a lab. If there'd been a chocolate lab puppy there, I'd, have, I'd have probably bought the thing. Good pick. Um, Cause that's what I when I when I when I grew up I had a um a yellow lab and mm-hmm. and he was he was cool and he was smart and like he was everything I wanted in a dog he was he was smart enough to follow like six or seven commands and attack things on command and retrieve things I really and like not labs. attack things on command and and I like what you're saying about him and I agree if there's a downside to labs it's that they stay puppies for like three years chewing mm. on stuff like way too much energy for my tastes i great danes become dogs in like nine months nine months the thing's potty trained he's sleeping all the time <laughs> his fucking metabolism is so bad he's burn out at nine months he's getting rickety uh, i like a dog that sleeps anymore this arthritis they're still fit i mean you take them outside they run like 37 miles an hour or something like that but um, but I like a dog that sleeps. I like you, you you seem low effort. I appreciate that in a dog. That's that's what I'm looking for. I like it. Yeah, that's true. They had a lot of dogs there, but I definitely want a full size dog if I get another dog. Like I want a big fucking dog. Like I don't want anything mm-hmm. like you got. Like that's way too much stuff mm-hmm. going on. Like, Saint Bernard maybe mastiff. I, oh god, no, none of those things. <laughs> like 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 a bulldog. A bulldog would work. I would get like a boxer maybe. Um, I like or, Rottweilers. Um, they had a Rottweiler puppy, but I, 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 See, I, want, I want a smart dog. I want a really smart dog. Like, like that's why I got the one I got. But he's a working dog too, and I want somewhere in between. I don't know if you can even get that though, because most of the smart dogs are working dogs. That's the mm-hmm. whole point. That's why they're smart. What's wrong with a working dog? Too much energy? 
too much energy, and they need a job to like seem fulfilled. It seems like like I, I feel like 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 a Belgian Mao or um, a border collie. Like if a border collie's not not herding sheep or cattle, or he's not like on a farm like running running around, or if your Belgian Mao's not biting people or sniffing for drugs or you know in the mm-hmm. back of a fucking Humvee in, in the deserts of, of war, like they're really not having a great time. I, I knew a guy who went off-roading and his dog would follow the Jeep. That was like a thing. So the uh, rock crawling goes kind of slow. I mean, there are periods where you move at like four miles an hour for a long time and, and the dog would just sort of like wander around the trail following him. And it was like, that dog seems to really like that. And I suppose mm-hmm. he can go inside if he wants to cope with the, you know, bouncing. It just seemed like the two of them, like, you two are perfect together. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, dogs like accompanying us. It's in their it's in their genes. They they enjoy it. The Rottweilers were bred by the Romans to guard their camps. Like all those dogs have purposes, hmm. and they're good at different stuff. And I don't know what I need. I need a dog who can be lazy but could also be smart and like me. I need a smart lazy dog who <laughs> <laughs> goes out every now and then and does stuff. Yeah, if you're watching this, let us know. Uh, leave a comment or something. Get back to us. Tell us what dog Kyle should get. I mean, a really smart dog. Like, I don't... I, I've had people be like, oh, my Pomeranian, he's so smart. And I was like, that dog's head's the size of an acorn. Like, wh- there's not that much going on in there. Mm-hmm. Give me a dog with a fucking brain. Like, if, if his brain's not the size of my fist, I just don't think he's going to be able to handle some of the stuff I need from him. Are brain like, size and intelligence linked? Yeah, totally. I wonder how linked. Like, I believe you're onto something, right? Like, if you shrink, shrink a brain to ant size, obviously they're not nearly as smart as people. People have really large brains in comparison to, like, chimps and stuff, even though we don't weigh a ton more than, like... A, I bet my brain's bigger than a gorilla's, and I weigh less, I, I think. I'm making all this stuff up. But I think that's about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it is. On the other hand, if you take a blue whale, I don't think it's smarter than me, and its brain is probably a huge... Might be smarter than you. If he was smarter than me, he'd be able to do more shit. They'd figure something out. All they do is swim around and do nothing. Maybe they used to. Maybe they used to have, like, spaceships and stuff, and they landed here, and they're retiring. And we're just raping the seas. Could be. Could be. I I think he'd communicate with us. That's kind of what happened in Star Trek V. Basically, (laughs) um, these aliens came to Earth, and they're communicating with, like, their ancestors, the whales, and they're like, there aren't any whales to answer because we killed them all. Hmm. But um, that's gonna. I happen. appreciate your recollection of movies. I saw that movie a long time ago. Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. I like that movie a lot. I like the science behind Star Trek. That's that's why I always loved that show. Like even in that movie particular, they were talking about uh, transparent aluminum, and I thought that the concept of that would, was fascinating. Transparent aluminum. I remember all of, the transparent aluminum played some major role in being able to transport the tar. It was like the, what they made the aquarium out of. And is that a thing? Transparent aluminum. No, Scotty uh, gave um, the designers the formula for it, mm-hmm. like way in the you know advance, so they could construct this thing, so they could get the whale in the starship, take it back, in, take it forward in time to their own time in the future, and you'd think get that it would alter things somehow. Like if you gave me the yeah. formula for some really well, like lightweight, strong they did, thing, they pointed that out. They said that it. He's like, ah, it'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, like, all the naval warships from that country are built with transport, penetrant aluminum, and they take over Russia or something. 
Yeah, it be trouble would have changed things a bit. I, but but that's my favorite part of Star Trek. I like I always liked that they were so far ahead with their technology. You know, Kirk had a cell phone in the sixties. Mm. Yeah, those flip phones, man. Like so, I was around when flip phones were first getting popular. And it really was Star Trek. One, it's a good form factor. Even now, it's better than these right... You know, this is an iPhone, if you can't... Let me put myself on the big screen. Um, this is an iPhone. And, you know, just the whole, like, block of wood on your face thing. I remember Steve Jobs, or I, I think it was Steve Jobs, started off saying, like, they asked if he was going to make a phone. And he walked around with a block of wood on the side of his head for a little bit and said, no, nah, it's just not natural. It's not a good idea. Turned out to be a good idea. But... It, if that thing could somehow be bigger yet fold in half nicely and not suck, mm -hmm. then we'd all want it more, right? A yeah. flip phone that that does this would be fantastic. Remember, yeah, the phone, the old phones that actually hung up, like on the on the roll, uh, the roll to dial phones, whatever mm -hmm. you call them. Mm -hmm. um, those things fit your head, right? Yeah, they like, had a curve know, to them. You're, you're, yeah, they got a curve to them. Those thing that yeah. that's what you're supposed to get. Um, I. I wonder what, you know, would an articulating mic be a good idea? Would people like that? Maybe you don't need it because mics seem to work well. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not the, the, the mic or the speaker need any work. It's just that holding this flat piece of glass on your head is just, my head's not flat, you know? It's, it's not the most comfortable thing to do. It's always like this or this or I'm just like, hey, yeah, yeah. Of course, I don't, I don't, do you talk on your phone that much anyway? I don't. Not as much. It seems to be like voice is fading more and more. The great thing about text is the way you, I can end the conversation. That's why texting is so great. If I need to know a thing from somebody, I can be like, hey, what's the answer to this question? And they'll say, it's ABC. If I call them, it's like, hey, how's the family? What's up? Oh, yeah, Wendy. Right. Now nah, we haven't moved in yet. We're still waiting on the ISP. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, about that thing. What's the answer? ABC. Cool, cool. So how are well, the kids? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, it, it, texting can get stuff done, and that's kind of nice that way. And you can be, you can, it's, a, it's good for multitasking, too, because I don't, if I were going to have a, a conversation with you over voice, I would need to give you 100%, mm -hmm. uh, to not be rude at least, but with texting, I can be texting five people while doing something, while like writing an email or something, and if they got to wait 30 seconds for a response, nobody cares. Even driving. Mm -hmm. I don't like to talk to people while they're driving. I mean, if it's a question and answer session, then maybe we can do that. But I remember um, I was talking to Lozon or something, and he's like, I think we were chatting on Skype. He's like, I've got to run now. You know, he's like, call me. I'll talk to you on the drive to the gym or something. It's like, nah, I'll catch you later. I don't want your half attention phone conversation where you're able to like process most of what I say, but not add anything insightful in return. That's what driving conversations are like. They're not good. Another time. Anytime. So, uh, yeah. I use I use the talk to text when I drive a lot. It's mm. uh, that doesn't seem to really take me away from the driving thing too much. You know, it's one button, and I really don't even have to fact you know like check it that much. It's usually right. I hardly ever text and drive. Like I'm really pretty good about not texting and driving. And uh, oftentimes when I'm being texted, that person knows damn well that I'm driving. Like you know, hey Jack, I'm on my way to the other house. All right, you know, so it's like a thirty or forty minute drive, and then she'll text me during that period. No, you knew what you were getting. You're going to have to wait till I get there. Um, but I'll tell you what I do. Sometimes I change my Spotify song or playlist or something. And that's, mm -hmm. that's pretty much just as bad. You know, it's, I, look, it's close. I, 
all these rules and all these safety precautions are for the lowest common denominator. I like <laughs> to think that I'm pretty fucking good at some stuff, all right? Or, 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 hey, maybe I'm not the best driver in the world, all right? But I'm a great driver in my head, I think. I know, I know you all think that. Everybody thinks they're a great driver, but, like, I'm real good. I get into situations where, like, I should, you know, be spiraling it down a cliff, and I just really get it back under control, and I'm pretty good driver. I'm not sure I'm I have a lot of close calls as a strong argument for your great driving. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you, you've got to push it to the edge before you know what you got, Woody. You've got to, you're never going to know if you can if you can I think pull I'm a good driver, too, because I don't have close calls at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, in any case um, I think that most of the rules and safety precautions like, like we were talking about the farm equipment the other day they're built for the lowest common denominator like you know that might be me at this point I don't need the instructions on my shampoo bottle because I know how to wash my fucking hair uh, your hair is and, glorious and, and today I'm never, by the way. I'm, thanks and I'm never going <laughs> to eat any uh, shampoo that'll never happen once and if I get shampoo in my eyes I know exactly what to do uh, hang on I'm, I'm trying to see um what the uh, verdict is on this thing? It's time. Oh, is it is it happening? Watch live on CNN. Yeah, <sighs> eh. I, I think that's the end of the show. Whoa, I are you gonna stop it? Should we stop it or should we get the, uh, oh, the announcements? Do it. It's due right now. Yeah. Oh, let's see here. There's live protests. Crowd grows. No justice, no peace. We the people. Oh man. I prosecutor renounced decision by grand jury. Watch live at CNN.com. So it's it CNN Go? Is that what you put on? Protesters are blocking traffic. Oh, here it is. I, I can see it's click for full experience. Oh, here came nineteen new tweets. Courtroom is starting to fill up. The announcement expected any moment. I have to sign in to Xfinity to watch this thing? Yeah, I, I no, I'm not doing that. I, uh, I'm watching the hashtag on Twitter trend. Um, or connect using Facebook. Is that a choice? I, I'm afraid that there's going to be some real um, violence if this guy... If they let this cop off, and based on just what I've heard, I know I hate to speculate because there's always two sides to every story, and you know maybe both of them are doctored, but it sounds like the cop is guilty of of something that he should not have shot this black guy the way he did. Uh, so we'll see. But I, I I could I don't know things could really melt down there. There could be some serious violence. I know a lot of people were getting armed up and anticipation of having to, de to uh, defend their businesses and homes so some looters might get shot some rioters might get shot you know, it's, the, the it's not good report, uh, but uh, there's a lot of forensic evidence bullet casings, so uh, this is what happened I uh, I went to sign in and for some reason in my web browser on the CNN website it autofilled Joe Lozon's information like, it's like JOL at Comcast or something. I think it was proving that I paid for cable, which I, which I do. I totally do. And, uh-huh. Uh, uh -huh. So now I'm able to watch CNN live because I just clicked like, like, I guess I had Joe's password saved in here or something. The way to do that is with facts. Well, that's good. For me. 
Sorry, Joe. <laughs> Joe's like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> like, like he had like a viewing party. Everybody gathered around for the verdict. Exactly right. We were holding hands, like, like side by side, and then that, <laughs> just like logged him out. Right. I would agree with everything Jeff. All eyes. Grand jury reached a decision in Brown case. Let's see. Which I jokingly always say is, is my client breathing? Come on, man. Let's see. This whole thing is just a setup. Up. Whoop. No indictment. No indictment. Wait, is it? Did it happen? Yeah, I think he's. No, I think there's no indictment. The cop's gonna walk. How about take? We're still. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I. Maybe it's. See, I don't have it on. It's just some, some asshole on Twitter. I'm sorry. Okay, so the people can't see it, but the graphic at the bottom of the CNN show right now says grand jury announcement soon and uh there's a here i'll just show it to you for you patreon people the um what oh man my monitor just screwed up but it seems to be working okay anyway um on the right side is an empty courtroom and on the left side is a um um like a crowd gathering an angry mob one might say I don't know. No, that's totally bad characterization. They seem to be families with like their there's kids babies with in the them. Crowd. Yeah, there's babies. In, are you seeing the same thing I am? I'm reading. Yeah, there's just, babies I'm, in I'm the crowd. I'm looking. Some of these tweets. <laughs> I can't even repeat what they. Uh, <laughs> this is PKN, and you can't repeat it. No. <laughs> really? Well, no. okay, so it's not a bad word because there's really none that we can't say on this show. It's just uh, it's, it's a, what they're suggesting with their. Uh, I'll show you later. I'm not. I'm not standing behind that. Can you that. link I it? Have, I really yeah, I can link it to you. It. Yeah. yeah. You can look at it. I don't want them to know I laughed at it though. It's, it's just... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Link it. Um, oh, put it in this the Google. All right. Let's see. It was in very poor taste. All right. It's coming. All right. I don't know. It says poll finds racial divide. Oh, well, then I inappropriate. I Can you click on the, the timestamp in particular? It'll say like 20 seconds or... It's gone now. Does it say? Does that say raise your hands? No, it was. It was just. It, it was. It was racist. I, I, I'll show you later. All right. I'm really curious, but we we'll let it go. Um. I can't. Really, oh, the Roku what? channel is streaming it live. That's interesting for cord cutters. I didn't know they did that. They're eight minutes late. They haven't even funneled into the room yet. How late did they, are they going to be? Is this, Are they going to be 30 minutes? An hour late? I have no idea. It's, it's, uh, I, guess, I think I said earlier, but it's, it's 8 o'clock there at the time. But this is the time they said it was going to happen. Yeah, a few minutes ago, actually. So. <sighs> I, I kind of want to capture this moment as it happens. All right. On PKN. We'll just chill. All right, guys. So you. P 
PKN has just ended. Now we're starting the Woody and Kyle watch the Ferguson Grand Jury announcement. Uh, if you're looking for PKN light content, then you won't get any from here on out. If you're looking rewind. For, yeah, <laughs> rewind. Yeah, I, th I think if they uh, if they don't, and, I, and once again, I'm not even sure what kind of um, what's going on. I just know that they're going to make a decision about what's to be done with this cop. Um, but if, if the cop goes gets off and and there's to be no, you know, nothing further, in, uh, if they're not going to look at this any further and they're just going to let the cop walk, then I think there's going to be some riots. I think there's not going to be riots. I think there's a lot of angry people, and, uh, and if something doesn't happen to this cop, they're going to see that as a real injustice. I'm just hearing CNN say that um, uh, Michael Brown's family has kept call for nonviolence, peaceful protests. But then again, the people of Ferguson haven't proven themselves to excel at nonviolent, peaceful protests. And the yeah. police haven't really shown an ability to uh, take an angry crowd and make them less angry. If no, anything, they're, they're terrible gonna be at that. Yeah. They're, they're the worst at that. They're real good at making people angry. Yes, like they, they, they awesome at it. They're great at that. Mm -hmm. Like, if they, if they see a big crowd of people and... If there was a big crowd of people and you wanted to really whip them into a frenzy, <laughs> you need some cops. These are the Ferguson cops in particular. Seemingly, to the threatening people's lives and stuff at gunpoint. Or at least they have anyway. I've seen them do it. I've seen videos of uh, that guy telling the guy he's going to shoot him in the face when they're just walking down the street. <laughs> Was that pedestrian movie or whatever that that um, Chiz was talking about earlier? Is that out now? Is that a? Because that oh, looked interesting. Predestiny. Predestination, maybe. Or pre what? I thought you said pedestrian. I I. You might have. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I probably did. I couldn't so, remember what it was called. Yeah, I think predestiny or predestination. One of those. Uh, I don't know. I got the impression it wasn't out yet. I still haven't seen that amazing movie that you recommend, uh, Interstellar, maybe. Oh yeah, that's it's. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I need to see that. I kind of purposely avoided the crowds, but there's no excuse for not having gone yet. We're a couple of weeks yeah, in. I'm gonna go watch it again. I think. I mm. uh, come I, on up. Bring a post hole digger. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a busy week. I'm getting ready to do it to film a bunch of stuff. We're gonna do some body armor stuff, and then we'll find out tomorrow when I go to Texas to do the tank stuff. Um, so I got a bunch going on. The uh, got my Doom buggy going, like I said today. I get the machine gun on it, but got a bunch of stuff to work on. This is only one of the silencers that was supposed to show up. I'm still waiting on. How's the um, the range? Um, I got uh, a couple of target stands up, and I got one of them full of targets. And is it easy? Like it seems like, like when I look at them from a distance, like you just sort of hammer them in place. Not much more different than some Christmas decorations. You, know, you just sort of pound them in the ground, like a real estate for sale sign. Is it harder to set up than that? Um, I, I put um, railroad ties in the ground and then put another railroad tie on top of them and I hung uh, steel discs from those by chains. Hmm. So it was reasonably hard. I had to use a tractor. Oh, I bought a piano today. 
you're not going to learn to play. Not at a bit. <laughs> um, I, I got the uh, I got the piano and uh, me and two other guys loaded it up into my truck. It weighs like six or seven hundred pounds, mm -hmm. um, and it's got a ton of cast iron in it, which I didn't know that was part of the construction. Of, Neither um, did I. Yeah, there's like a huge chunk of cast iron that all the strings are kind of attached to. It's kind of hard to explain, but the thing's incredibly heavy. So huh. I was thinking, I was thinking I might uh, put two foam poles in the ground and rig up a system where I can winch stuff up really high in the air. And I thought it'd be cool to drop a piano on something, like from really high. Like maybe I got the piano suspended above something, then I shoot yeah. the cable in two, and then it falls and crushes. Oh, stuff. I love that idea. That's a great yeah. idea. Kyle's filled with great ideas. Yeah. Uh oh, it appears that there are jurors. Filing it, there are into the Breaking courtroom. News. Grand jury reaches. Let's see, no indictment. That seems to be. I don't think there's a plan, but that seems to be how it's going to happen. And Jake, I mean, you. I think were, I saw uh, jurors. It, it seemed like the so they opened this door, and all these people sort of sat behind. You know how jurors usually on the side of the courtroom and like little mini bleachers, they're all sitting mm -hmm. there, but there's no judge. And, and I don't know. If TV's anything, they hand the the verdict to the judge. He reads yeah. it smugly, uh, you know, says, "I know something you don't know," and then right? hands it to the jury. Yeah. Uh, but there's no judge to be a smug dickwad. I hate this. that part. Yeah. You gonna see that? You gonna see that? Uh, the verdict. Let me let me just take a quick peek. All right, Mike, you want to? Yeah, good so bet, Mike. Let me, I got I got a few bets here. I want to settle up before I let let anyone read this. <laughs> oh, what is he doing over? Why does he need to see it first? What's he up to? Why can't he just be like, you know, just read it? Let's let us all know. Sentiments, suggestions that the everyone's now they're saying, here we go, here we go. We're gonna get the news now. People are gathering around the radio. That or shooting it with incendiary ammo or something, because it's got all that uh, cast iron inside of it. I don't know. I'm gonna do something interesting with it. And there's more pianos where that one came from, so. Maybe I'll get some more pianos. Is there anything interesting to do with cast iron? Like, make it rapidly oxidize or something? If you pour oxygen on it, does, does it explode? Or um, I was going to use, I was going to, like, scrap it, use it for scrap metal because it seemed like I'd get, like, $50 back after I blew up my $100 uh, piano. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, I, I have a statement. Uh, There's a statement being read. Beginning here, and then we'll uh, be happy to, to answer some questions when we're finished with that. But first and, and foremost, I'd like to again extend my deepest sympathies to the family of Michael Brown. Extend sympathies to the family. I said in the past, I know uh, that regardless of the circumstances here, they lost a loved one to violence, and I know that the pain that accompanies such a loss knows no bounds. On August 9th, Michael Brown was shot and killed by police officer Darren Wilson. Within minutes, various accounts of the incident began appearing on social media, accounts filled with speculation and little, if any, solid, accurate information. The, the Fox News reporter Almost looks very uncomfortable began gathering and standing in the crowd. Growing it looks like shit, too. Do they not put some makeup happened? on this dude? And because of the underlying tension between... Oh, the maybe that's just a crowd member. They're just filming the crowd. Movement. What am I watching? County Police I'm watching a live camera, just filming the crowd. Scene. I'm listening Times to a guy in the courtroom. Circumstances interrupted at least once by random gunfire. Beginning that day and continuing for the next three months, along with uh, they, along with the agents of the Federal Bureau of Investigation at the direction of Attorney General Eric Holder, located numerous individuals and gathered additional evidence and information. Fully aware of the unfounded but growing concern in some parts of our community, 
that the investigation and review of this tragic death might not be full and fair, I decided immediately that all of the physical evidence gathered, all people claiming to have witnessed any part or all of the shooting, and any and all other related matters would be presented to the grand jury. Grand juries of 12 members of this community selected by a judge in May of this year, long before this shooting occurred. I would like uh, to briefly expand upon the unprecedented cooperation between the local and the federal authorities. When Attorney General Holder first announced the federal investigation just days after the shooting, he pledged that federal investigators would be working with local authorities as closely as possible at every step of the way and would follow the facts wherever they may take us. As General Holder and I both <coughs> pledged, our separate investigations follow that trail of facts with no preconceived notion of where that journey would take us. Our only goal was that the, our investigation would be thorough and complete to give the grand jury, the Department of Justice, and ultimately the public all available evidence to make an informed decision. All evidence obtained by federal authorities was immediately shared with St. Louis County investigators. Likewise, all evidence gathered by St. Louis County police was immediately shared it's on my with screen federal in, investigators. In the Additionally, the Department of Justice the guy just kind of outlining how of all the physical evidence this trial was formed its own autopsy. Mm -hmm. Another autopsy was performed at the request of the Are Brown you hearing him too? Just as importantly, all testimony before the St. Louis County jury was immediately <laughs> provided to the Department of Justice. So although the investigations are separate, the are both the funny. local and the federal government have all of the same information and evidence. Our investigation and presentation of the evidence to the grand jury in St. Louis County. Yes, yeah, so they're reaching a decision on whether or not to indict. The most significant challenge encountered sort of in this investigation has been the 24-hour news cycle and its insatiable appetite for something, for anything, to talk about. Following closely behind with the nonstop rumors on social media. I recognize, of course, that the lack of accurate detail surrounding the shooting frustrates the media and the general public and helps breed suspicion among those already distrustful of the system. Yet those closely guarded details, especially about the physical evidence, give law enforcement a yardstick for measuring the truthfulness of witnesses. Eyewitness accounts must always be challenged and compared against the physical evidence. Many witnesses to the shooting of Michael Brown made statements inconsistent with other statements they made and also conflicting with the physical evidence. Some were completely Everybody wants this guy to shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. As an example, here's a tweet. He looked scared. A private autopsy released. <laughs> witnesses on social media if, during the I think he knows the, the outcome and the guy's getting off scot free. Uh-huh. That's what so, that that, I think that's what this tweeter said. Let's see. And fire many it gonna be some bullshit. Back. I already know. Shot Mr. Brown in the back as Mr. Brown was running away. However, Hashtag once the hurting. autopsy findings were released oh. showing that Michael Brown had not sustained any wound to the back of his body, no additional... Yeah, the man is making a defensive point. statement before announcing the decision. Several witnesses adjusted their stories in, sub in subsequent statements. Some even admitted... The thing about him being shot in the back the was untrue. All, ...but merely repeated mm. what they heard in the neighborhood or others... They're letting that cop off, dude. Mm -hmm. Fortunately for the integrity of our investigation... Almost all initial Shit. witness interviews, including those of Officer Wilson, were recorded. This, guy, this girl tweeted, I expect him to the drop the news, then head to the roof like he's fleeing Saigon. <laughs> the grand jury before the autopsy results were released. 
by the media. He'll hop in a chopper left for dead style. Let's publish information and reports that they receive from a DC government official. The jurors were therefore prior to the time that released uh, information going public in the in the and what followed uh, in the, gonna the riot news cycle. At what we the jurors do. were able to hmm. have already assessed the credibility of the witnesses, including those. This guy's amazed by the injustice, and, and nothing's happened yet. Remain mm -hmm. consistent throughout every interview, and were consistent with the physical evidence in this case. My two assistants began presenting total to the grand jury on person. August 20. <laughs> Already. The evidence was presented in an organized and orderly manner. No disrespect, but I don't need any white people on my timeline talking about Ferguson. All 12 jurors were mm. present for every session, and all 12 jurors heard every word of testimony and examined every item of evidence. You don't Beginning spend that much time justifying something unless you're about today, to provide the grand news jury that isn't justifiable. To examine and re-examine all of the testimony of the witnesses and all of the physical evidence. They were extremely engaged in the process, asking questions of every witness. <laughs> I want to be like, that's not fair, but I think he's right. Requesting specific information and asking for certain physical evidence. They met on 25 separate days in the last three months, heard more than 70 hours of testimony from about 60 yeah. witnesses. I expect the audience to start wailing like Kim Jong Il just died. And law enforcement interviews just to fill my water. Witnesses who testified. <laughs> they heard from three medical examiners. And the grand jury is composed blood, of nine DNA, whites and three blacks. Toxicology, firearms, and drug analysis. They examined hundreds of photos. Some of African American lawyer. She says, "I have never, in 15 years of practice as a lawyer, evidence. seen this before. Completely baffled." On the law I think she's talking about. And, with five and then the next tweet: Does McCullough realize filibustering doesn't make sense here? Determined based upon all of the evidence, if probable cause exists to believe that a crime was committed, and that Darren Wilson is the person who committed that crime. The amount of padding there in this no speech question, was of course, put to that Darren Wilson blow. caused the death of Michael Brown by so shooting So this whole speech is to discredit all witnesses? Question mark. There. The law authorizes a I feel law silly for believing that they were going to give us an answer at nine. Situations. The law also allows it's 9:23, and we're 30 minutes away from a verdict. To defend themselves in certain situations, so the grand jury considered whether Wilson was the initial aggressor. In this case, or whether this guy is really hot dogging it, apparently. Like, like all Wilson eyes are on him right now. Authorized as a law enforcement officer to use deadly force in this situation, or if he acted in self-defense. Be funny if he's watching a live the feed of Twitter with like his name as like the. Uh, <laughs> First, he's going to be like, oh, wrap it up, wrap it up, not guilty, gotta go. <laughs> there was a full he checks his phone. Oh shit! <laughs> Tears up the paper. Not guilty. To the grand jury. Or guilty. Second, guilty. As a now caution I'm safe. to those in and out of the media who will pounce on a single sentence or a single witness and decide what should have happened back, in this case in order, based on all that outrage, especially the Ferguson community. The duty of the grand jury is to separate fact from fiction. The only thing I've learned about After Ferguson, Missouri tonight is that they are all ghetto as examination of all the evidence in the law. You heard it, Carl's racist. He just said it. supported the filing of any <laughs> criminal charges against Darren Wilson. They accepted and completed this monumental responsibility. 70 hours of testimony, three medical examiners. It is important to note here and say again that they are the only people, the only people who have heard and examined every witness and every piece of evidence. They discussed and debated the evidence among themselves before arriving at their collective decision. The jurors were extremely engaged, asking questions, met over 70 days, saw hundreds of photos and over 60 witnesses making their final decision.
They determined that no probable cause exists to file any charge against Officer Wilson and returned a no true bill on each of the five indictments. The physical and scientific evidence it examined by the grand jury combined with say? the witness statements supported and substantiated by that physical I, I hope evidence, I understand this right, but I think he just got off scot-free. So no indictment. So, so just to be clear to anyone who's not clear on our uh, legal system, to the grand jury they were trying to decide whether this cop should be charged in something if he was, if he was culpable with some in this sense and whether to proceed with an actual trial to determine his guilt. What they just went through was to figure out if there was even a need for the trial. On Saturday, so 12 people made a decision. They Ferguson did. Police Officer Darren did I misunderstand? Because they're not making a big enough deal out of this. I think he just said he's not indicted. He's off. You're getting confirmation, right? I heard it right. I see officer, this guy just tweeted, Officer Wilson Darren Wilson was not indicted in the Michael Brown shooting. Hashtag Ferguson. The world is so fucked. Hashtag Ferguson. Decision, no indictment. Officer Darren Wilson will not be charged. Hashtag Ferguson. Blackmail, wearing a white t-shirt, no indictment, Ferguson. Took a box of Swisher cigars. Other officers were dispatched Mike, to that store. Officer Wilson uh, remained with the mother and the infant until racist. EMS arrived to uh, transport them National to the law, they called him a thug. Officer Wilson Fucking then disgraceful. left complex. Grand jury did the job, no probable cause was found, Tahoe, people, be SUV, peaceful. And drove west on Canfield towards Ooh, West Florida. you're too white for that, my dear. An additional Bad description tweet. of the stealing suspect. Bad tweet, Marisa. What'd you say? She just hat, said, she just said, socks, you know, no probable cause shorts, was found. Was People, be male. peaceful. That was it. Hashtag no indictment. Hashtag Ferguson. To his emergency hmm. call on North Winds. Michael Brown well, and a companion were in a local now we get to, on West Florida. This is one of those times where I guess I wish Michael I had Brown's a cable. I'd like to watch some shit live, see if, uh, you know, did, did the fire start, like, as of 30 seconds ago? This guy goes, no bill equals Ferguson and Blaine. If this is live, there's a huge crowd, and they seem to not even know yet. Like there's no, well, they might know now. Now they're screaming. They're raising their hands in the air. They're moving more. As Wilson slowed or stopped as he reached Mr. Brown, he told them to move to the sidewalk. Words were exchanged, and they continued walking down the middle of the street. As they passed, Wilson observed that Michael Brown had cigarillos in his hand and was wearing a red hat and yellow socks. At approximately 12.02 p.m., Wilson radioed hmm. that he had two individuals on campus. They're, they're angry. It looks a little like a mosh pit now. Officer Wilson backed his vehicle oh, they're at walking. an angle, blocking their path. And they're carrying and their smartphones the in the sky, recording everything. <laughs> Do they look like they're looking for things to burn? To or no. Do they look like they're um, the not quite sure what Wilson to do with themselves? They're angry, the vehicle, but Mr. not Brown violent. Just like, oh no, oh no, and sort of like walking. Oh, now there's people sprinting down the street. Mr. Brown ran east on Canfield, and Officer Wilson gave chase. Near the corner of Canfield and Copper Creek, Mr. Brown stopped and turned back towards But there's only like a dozen, maybe 18 of them? Wilson also stopped. As Michael Brown moved toward Officer Wilson, several more shots were hmm. fired by the officer. Takes a good three dozen to get a good riot cooking. Within seconds, think? Of the final shot. <laughs> I think they should have been boozing the all day. If they've been day drinking since like noon. Less than like 90 noon? seconds passed mm -hmm. between Officer Wilson's first contact 
with Michael Brown and his companion and the arrival of that assist car. During the investigation, many eyewitnesses were interviewed by various media outlets. Several others chose not to talk to the media, but contacted law enforcement directly. Witnesses were interviewed by local and federal wow. law enforcement, sometimes together, well, sometimes separate. Probably in the recording, I guess, All now, statements since we were, figured it out. I guess so. Okay. So there it is, at least in the first couple of minutes. Um, wait. I'm just looking. Oh. Could, could there be some action? Um, just, I turned the volume off. I want to turn it back on. Stupid slider. Witnesses, civilian, law enforcement, and experts were challenged, of course, by other law enforcement, by the prosecutor. No, no. Looks like people came for action. There are people wearing masks and bandanas across their face, and they're not cowboys. Oh. But I'm not seeing any, uh, anything good yet. So I, I think we'll cap the recording here. Um... I think that I called it that the police are too prepared. They're here in their riots gear and they they were just ready. We'll see. We'll see. I think some stuff's going to burn. Ah, we will know. Hope not though. I hope not. All right, so that was Painkiller Nearly episode 16. I hope you guys liked it. Good luck if you're in Missouri. Yeah.